0: Today is Tuesday. It's really hot. It's boiling. I've just cycled like half across jib, and I was dying earlier on. Um, but it's very nice to see a very composed, very lawyer-like looking Emma Lavrado with me this afternoon on on our on my podcast. Hello, Hello. <laughs> so nice to see you, Emma. I've got to say though, there's a few. I, I want you to say lots of things. Okay. But I, one thing about you is that every time I've ever seen you, you always look so in your role of a lawyer. You've always got heels on. You've brought them today. Um, impeccably dressed. Um, todo, todo. No te falta un detalle. Tam... Monisi McLaren, your role as a lawyer because you're a lawyer at Hassan's yes. and there's so many things, you're young still, I'm not going to say how old, yeah. but you're still young, yet you are a high achiever and you've done so many things and one of the most important things about you is that you're the Vice President of the Confederation of European Volleyball and that is incredible, it sounds really like quite important. So I want to hear all these things about you, first of all, welcome. Thank you. To my sofa. (laughs) Well, not really, as I always say, on the sofa, because it's more comfortable on a chair. Uh, You started out um, as one of three sisters. So tell me about your family. Let's start, like, right at the beginning. Like, um, your mum and dad, both professionals...
1: My my mother stopped working when she had my elder sister Tessa. Okay. Um and my father always worked. Um and my mum stopped working to raise us. So she's always been um she's always encouraged us not to let go of our careers or not to sacrifice our careers. I guess she kind of felt like she sacrificed hers for us. Um and yeah. she would always remind us that we've worked very hard in school, we've studied very hard, so mm not to give that up or at least if you can or if you want to um not to give it up
0: so from a from a young age she's encouraged you to like really go for it in different aspects of your life which which have you you've all done that the three of you yes
1: yeah um and i think in sport in particular no we we uh, she used to play netball when she was in school so she was always encouraging us to you know be on the netball team and I started off playing netball when I was younger um, my father used to row in the Galbraith club um, they used to play tennis and you know so my father Sporting. then played uh, golf I used to go horse riding with my father as well so sports was always um yeah, Very a present part in, of your, our, yeah. in your, pa- in your yeah. family yeah. and then when did you get into volleyball um, when I was about 12 in Westside school so I think uh, my sisters played in the in the school club um and they I just like followed along followed and along. started playing yeah. you are the youngest or, or, of your sisters okay. yeah. maybe I was pressured by them <laughs> you know yeah. I have to play and I have to learn or something um but I did I joined the the school club and then I just started playing I got a bit better at it yeah. um joined a team and then you know called up, got called up for the national team and things like wow. that Not so, um, okay. I mean, over the years, no, yeah. not immediately, but, but I well, guess, quite
0: young, actually. But, I guess yeah. you were a good student at school because you, now you're a, lo- yeah. a lawyer. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. would you say the volleyball has helped you cope with pressures from studying and things
1: like that? Um th- for me, I always found... You know how some parents nowadays say tell their kids that they shouldn't play sports whilst they're starting for their A-levels or whatever? My mum my parents never um, told me that I had to stop sports. And I found that it was better. So if I knew that I had volleyball at 7pm, I would go home, do my homework or study, because at 7 I had to go. Whereas if I didn't have anything, I would probably just waste a bit of time here and there. So for me, it, it did help the studying and the sort of I think maybe being organised with my time as well. Well, that is one thing. I, so I asked, we've got a mutual friend, Tessa Riso Restano. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: actually it ties in very well with what she's told me about you. Okay. So I said, okay, so Emma's coming today. I don't know Emma that well. Well, Tell me something about her. And do you know what she said to me? Exactly what you've just said. She said um, that your, your timings are always perfect. And that she says, and that she thinks that that
1: is an attribute to your success in life. Would uh, you reckon that's true? Tell that to my boyfriend, and he'll say no because he says <laughs> I'm always late. Um, but no, uh, really, I I do really heavily organize my time. Like I even prioritize WhatsApp messages. And what? yeah, yeah, yeah. You... Like sometimes it gets really, you know. But I do prioritize heavily my work, when I work, when I can train, when I, you know, I just basically try and fit everything around one another so that it ties in well and so that I'm able to do everything. So, is it? Are you a bit OCD? No, I wouldn't say I am. eh? I just, it's more like I have to. And I remember since forever, my mother saying, Emma, you can't do everything. And me thinking, yes, Yes, I can. can. So we're just figuring out a way of how I could do, Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, what happens if
1: something upsets the balance? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's, okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't not, get stressed
0: about. No, no, no,
1: no, no. Okay. Not at all. Like, it, yeah, it's it, it's fine. It's fluid. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's there. I
0: can yeah. imagine yeah. that you're quite an organised person. If something throws a spanner in the works, you could be like,
1: oh dear, how do I no, deal with fine. this? I can, no, it's okay. fine. No, no, I'll, I'll adapt. It's not a problem, unless there's something like really, really urgent, and then yes. everything else has to go on hold because it's you know because it's urgent. But otherwise, yeah. Because I guess.
0: You are a lawyer, and you're very busy as yeah. your as your firm, or you work yeah. for Hassan's. Yes, yeah. and um, I wanted to ask you, where did you study law? In Canterbury. Oh, how nice! Can- it's such university beautiful, of
1: Kent at Canterbury. Beautiful city. And yeah, one of the reasons was because they had a strong volleyball team there, so wow. it, it was a, it was an important thing for me. Yes. Yeah, and I think um, you know when you go to university, yes. a I think actually the majority of my friends were the volleyball team, not so much my law colleagues, you know? Um that, yeah, those were the uh, yeah, my friends were the the volleyball players. So the,
0: the the volleyball you did well as a student before you went to uni here in Jib representing Jib and all the rest. Yeah. What's that like? Like at a young age to be able to go off somewhere with a bunch of mates, because that's what it is. Representing.
1: Yeah. Fun, no? So amazing, amazing. So we did a few tournaments. We had one, um, the Iberian Cup or something in Madrid. So we went over to that when we were younger and then when I was 16, I was called up to the national team and I remember I had the Island Games and straight after that, I had the under 18 World Youth Games or something like that. So with the senior team, they were all much older than I was, Um but it was a great experience. I mean, I was in the senior team, I couldn't believe it, and it was fantastic. And then I had to fly from there to London to meet the under 18 team, and those were all my friends from school, and that was just, wow. and we won that year. That was like one of the highlights for me. So that was really cool. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then you go off to uni and you're doing law. So you just studied laws like straight. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you're specialising in property, which in I'm going to ask you about. Yeah. So you go to you spend your three four years at uni in yeah. England. Yeah. And then did you stay working
1: a, a bit of time in the UK or? No, I wanted to, but then I didn't. In the end, I. I wanted to come back to the nice weather, yeah. to my family and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I did my three years in Canterbury, one year in London, and that year in London was probably the only year that I haven't played volleyball. Oh, and um, what was that like? Yeah. Uh, pff, I mean, it, clubs were really far away. You had to travel mm-hmm. a lot, and there was a lot of work to be done. So I really wanted to, to focus that year. Yeah, but it was oh, just that year. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, It's something that you're really passionate it, about, no? Yeah, well, it, it's just like my lifestyle, no? So it was part of me. But it was just that year and then, you know, when I came back. You got um, back into it, yeah. back into it in Jib. Yeah. So Jib. you're
0: still, so you still compete, well the, what about right now? Do you still compete nationally for, yes, to rule? So you do. Yeah, yeah for beach so volleyball, I, yeah. I remember the Island Games, I don't know when it was, like how long 2019. ago? 2019. Just before yeah. Covid. Yeah. And I thought, wow, well, how fun, it's in Jib, I'm going to go and see, let's go and watch beach volleyball. I remember going with my son Mikey yeah. and you were playing oh. and I thought <laughs> and I always thought there's, there's Emma I've always thought wow look at her she looks uh, you know a million dollars because you're always impeccably dressed with your heels <laughs> I saw you there with the skimpiest bikini bottoms ever with whatever team jib jeep, jeep on your bum or something uh, playing volleyball like you know with and I just thought wow what a difference though yeah, yeah. from your quite yeah. serious persona of yeah. being in the role of a lawyer to this um, you know Hundred percent into your your yeah. game, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think you won. You were yeah. playing against oh, a, you know a foreign team, yeah. and you won. You were like yes, yeah. and I was like oh. Yeah, <laughs> How, what, there's a whole there's a whole thing with that because what do you play like beach volleyball, beach, volleyball. or be- well I play both I play you both, play both. Yeah.
1: so um, there's a di- there's a difference I never yeah. knew there was a difference yeah so you've got indoor volleyball you play indoors it's six on each side of the on each team six playing on the court. Um, and then you've got beach, and it's two against two, right? And you play on the sand. You do, yeah, without shoes. Without shoes, yeah, in the without shoes, bottom. without knee pads, or well, yeah, you I don't know. have to. But you know, when it's really, really hot, yeah, um, yeah. people usually it's choose more comfortable. To, yeah, it is much more comfortable. And yeah. you've never given, you've never bothered about doing that um, because with all the I I going think on now the, well, I think it's uh, almost a bit like when you go to the beach, you don't really think that you're in a bathing suit, no. Um, mm. when you're in the gym and I don't know, some people train with the ski- yeah, little us or whatever, things, yeah. um, I think it just becomes normal. And when it's really hot and sweaty, it's, you don't really think anything of it. Mm. Yeah. So you don't
0: care. You just want to get in there, play the game, win, win, <laughs> win, win. win. Yeah, of course. So of course I is wanna it win. very important
1: to win? Well, that's why you're there. <laughs> <laughs> you want to win. So yeah, I mean, winning makes it more enjoyable. Of course. Is it very sad to lose? Um, I've almost come to terms with it more, or I've I've changed, I think, how I think. So now I think, you know, just play by, point by point mm. um, and trust the process. And now my sort of ethos is, or, or, or now the way I think is, well, you've only got to win by two points. So I don't mm. stress, mm. just make sure you only win by two points at the end. And that's, you know, the job done. Um, and so I, there's I, a
0: process I, as you're going
1: through the game. Yeah, yeah. Before I would, you know... I think I would put myself under a lot more pressure and be more demanding that I had to, you know, but Mm. now I just think just do one action after the other. Just try and make sure that you win that point um, and hope that you'll win in the end. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm very competitive, of course, and I absolutely want to win everything, like every match, you know. And are you Um, the same with your law? Are you the same with your
0: clients and you're the same with yeah. your ethos at work that you, you're really determined to, to
1: succeed and to win and to... Yeah, 100%. Like, I'll, uh, yeah, I will try and do everything I can for my clients and I'll try to do the best all the mm. time. No, it doesn't mean doesn't mean that I do um, or, yeah. or anything like that but I would try I will try um, and do yeah and work whatever hours I'll have to work just to get things done yeah
0: is it hard as a woman to be in a profession like that in a com- in a in a business in a company like Hassan's how how do you feel you're you're treated and
1: how, as a woman female lawyer in Jib um for me really it's never really bothered me but in my group of friends when i was young there were a lot of boys and i was always hanging out with them with the girls equally you know so it wasn't really a problem for me um but it is true that the large majority are men mm. um and yeah that we, we the legal environment is very male dominated even mm. even now not so is sports as well and i mean I sit on the board and I'm just one of two women. Yeah, I was going to say, you
0: you sit on the board, the Gibraltar Sports Advisory Council.
1: I used to, I used to. I don't sit on the advisory council any longer, but I did, I think, one or two terms um, on that, yeah, um, on the board of the European Volleyball, um, and that's one of two females. I am one of two females. That you're on the 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 board board with, Yeah, I see. Yeah, so I'm used to being in an environment where it's male-dominated. And how... You, how do you,
0: how do you get that job as a vice president of the CEV? I mean, it's, it sounds very, you know, very, very kind of um, prestigious. And um, I mean, European volleyball, it's a big. Umbrella, yeah. yeah. I, I mean,
1: uh, to come from Gibraltar,
0: I would yeah. have never absolutely imagined at to, the end of the day, you're representing a... your country everywhere yeah. you go. So, yeah.
1: um, how did you get into that? Or, uh, in a nutshell, they vote you in, so there are elections and then you get voted in. But the reality is that I've been attending um, all the AGMs, the congresses, and all of that for I can't tell you how many over, well over 10 years and I've been attending regularly so the majority of the people there know me because a lot of people come and go but I've been there consistently um for the past 10 years so I've established a lot of good relationships there okay they know what i've done in gibraltar or, you know what my ambitions were from a long time ago and how every time we've tried to uh, develop the sport um and that's how it happens so now you are vice president of
0: the cev and you what is the board that you sit on what is it that you actually do and is it and is
1: it just europe or internationally that you have At the moment, I sit on the European board and within sort of my remit is beach volleyball. So that's sort of what I look after Mm. and the competitions that we would discuss and how to improve. And that's what I would sort of manage or be responsible for. Um, And internationally, I also sit on the Development Commission. Um, Interesting. So you're developing the
0: sports. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm part of that. Yeah, I, I guess it's... It's almost recognized of people who have developed their sport, mm. you then get called up mm. onto the development commission. And I was one of them. Um, and very prestigious. Yeah. 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 Really? And, then, and it's been useful for me because they've asked me to review some of the regulations. And as a lawyer, and then, yeah, exactly. So I've also worked with their legal commission. Um, so it's good for me to be able to combine both. As
0: stated by the Confederation Européenne de Volleyball's president Alexander Bolichich, the CEB is working to enhance equal treatment for male and female athletes across its disciplines. One example is the Superfinals of the CEV Champions League Volley, where on the same day the men's and women's final matches are contested. These have been a huge success since the first event edition. Additionally, the prize money is now the same across gender for this top CEV club competition events. The CEV leadership and management team have always been strong advocates of gender equality, not only by aligning the prize money at stake in all CEV events, but also by running special programmes to promote the role of female referees and coaches by establishing a close cooperation with the University of Luxembourg With a focus on athletes and the female members of our boards of administration. And they're involved in the ASOIF programs aimed at improving the women's role in sports administration. The Confédération Européenne de Volleyball are proud to sponsor this podcast. When you have to go off, do your do your law firm allow you to do that? Are they quite
1: flexible with you? Yeah, they are. They are really supportive. They're really encouraging. Mm. Um, and they do allow me to, to go. I mean, nowadays, anywhere you can really work from anywhere, no? Um, and obviously, I'm quite responsible and I get my things done and I'm organised with my time. But they are extremely supportive and I, I have to be very grateful to them as well. So tell me something.
0: What challenges have you had... Um, to get to where you are today do you think what have been your biggest challenges
1: uh you know i think i think when you ask this question i i, I think that what you have to think about is that there will be lots of small, little challenges. And it's the fact that you get over those challenges every day and all the time. Yeah. But, you know, a journey of a thousand miles starts with the first step. And yeah. I think that that's what it is. Not taking one step and taking another and taking another. And then you look back and you say, wow. Look I've, what I've achieved. Yeah, yeah. But do you I think feel that, you've achieved quite a lot in your yes, age, young age? Yes, I do. I, I do. I mean, I'm quite impatient and for volleyball I would have liked to have done so much more you know and I have so many ideas all the time um but we but regardless we've achieved so much and you know there's mm. so much you can do within a, a short amount of time and with volunteers and all of that no um but I look back and I do think look where we are now and look where we were 10 years ago or even five years ago mm. how do you chill out I'm very bad at this. I am really, yeah, yeah, this, I'm really bad at this so I don't usually sit on the sofa to watch uh, TV or anything. Um, What do
0: you do in the evening? uh, You cook
1: dinner? uh, Yeah, I'll (laughs) I'll take my dog out for a walk. Okay. Because it's, my job I have to um and um yeah I am usually doing like volleyball things in the evenings or sending at work a few emails and stuff just making sure that I'm organized for the day after um so I am a little bit bad so your brain doesn't doesn't stop that's when where sports is so good for me for my balance because when I play sports that's when I disconnect so I'm trying to win that point I'm trying to Mm. if I'm in the gym become faster or my coach is telling me hit a line shot instead of a cross and I'm you know focusing on that and that's where I completely forget uh work and all my Mm. other responsibilities you you
0: probably do need to switch off
1: completely so how often are you playing volleyball Recently I've been working a lot and I haven't trained as much but you know at the, my peak times I was training like 8 times a week or something you know Gosh. so maybe I would have a, a volleyball session and a gym session in one day but that I mean that's just when I've had competitions wow. or things like that recently not so much but yeah. on average 3 times a week
0: yeah so you're, you're important to keep your fitness levels
1: up yeah yeah for me it's important yeah
0: yeah what drives you when you get up in the morning what what gets that that Adrenaline gives you that, apart from
1: coffee? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't know, but I do... Something that I think about a lot is when I play, it might be my last game. It might be my last tournament. It might be my last uh, training session because you never know if you're going to get injured mm-hmm. or your partner might get injured. So, and that I think with work as well, you know, whatever you do, this is what you're doing now. Try and do it as best possible because you don't know if tomorrow you'll have the opportunity to do it. No. So at least what you've done today, make it, give it your best shot. Make it count. Yeah. Um, and what motivates you most about your profession?
0: Because, I mean, you're a property lawyer, yeah. so that sounds like a real headache to me. Um, I love it. You love it? Yeah. And, and in Jib, I mean, property in Jib, it's yeah. so expensive. Um, every little inch is, you know, like...
1: It's so exciting, thousands though. Thousands of pounds. And you have... It's I think it's what, so what exciting excites you so much? from all aspects. Yeah. So I mean I'm interested in property my own myself. No? So I find it very interesting. Um I bought a property, I renovated it, then I bought another property and that I mean, that process, I love myself, the renovating and all of that, no? Mm. Um, But then when you have clients who are buying or selling, I mean, it's an exciting stage for them. So maybe they're getting married, or it's their first home, or not, or they're downsizing because they're retiring. And it's really nice to be involved and to be able to make it smooth and easy for them, but to be involved Mm. in that stage of their lives. Um, And then you have the big developments and big projects that are going on. And and you're you're involved in all that as well. Yeah. And the big developments. Yeah. New housing projects yes, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, and that I find really exciting. Yeah, you know? it's you almost feel like you you have a, a, an important role within society as well. I think no. you do because no one's going to forget.
0: You know, oh, we bought our house and Emma was our lawyer. Yeah, you always I remember. It, it I still remember very... my first house that I bought.
1: Yeah, and, and it, who
0: did it for me? And, see, and all that. it's, yeah, it's, a, it's an rewarding. important. It's an important role. Yeah. What about your team that you work with at work? What are they
1: like to work with? We've got a great team. A really a really good team, yeah. Um, we all either work together or working mm. independently, but we all really support one another. And mm. I, I am very lucky to have a really good team, yeah. And what qualities do you
0: have, do you think, to make you um ahead of your game compared to other people? Uh, um, go ahead, blow your trumpet, oh God, do it, yes, oh do it, say it.
1: Um, uh, what, what do you think it makes you different? <clears throat> uh and i'll only say because i recently had uh, some conversations about this no so it's also what people sort of kind of think of mm. me um the relationship <clears throat> with clients um mm. that i'm dedicated no to my work because mm. i am too um, much do you so think so too, too it depends too... who you ask i guess if you ask okay. a client they might say it's good if yeah. you ask some of my friends they might say i haven't seen her in three or four months yeah. so and i can't catch her for lunch so
0: <laughs> yes, you're going to get both hands depending yeah. on who you talk depending to. Depending on who you ask, yeah. yeah. But you seem very happy doing it. Yeah. I mean, you can tell, I'm looking at you, you can tell in your face that it's what you love. Yeah. And your passion comes through. Yeah. Um, and I think you're, you're lucky yeah. to do a job that you love so much. And I think you're probably very good at it, Emma. So, I, I, well, they've made you a senior associate,
1: so you must be doing something right. <laughs> and
0: what would be the thing you can't live without?
1: Uh, oh i don't know um playing sports uh, mm. the, the good weather and sunshine my family obviously yeah. Um, yeah. for me the little things really
0: and you love traveling as well this is yes. another thing tessa told me yeah and um
1: I've travelled a lot as well. What are the, your favourite countries to visit? Oh, I could be here forever. Um, the Philippines is one of my favourite. We recently went to Bora Bora. That was just spectacular, stunning. Um, Argentina really took me by surprise. I loved
0: um, it. I spent three weeks yeah. there.
1: Uh, Where did you go in Argentina? All around? All around down the south. Ah, in the south. Yeah. Did you yeah. go to Ushuaia? Tierra del Fuego? No, I didn't go there. It's no. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. How far was that?
0: Right down, right down. Yeah. Beagle Canal. Yeah. The furthest you can get. How long were you there for? A week.
1: I was a uh, Really? Oh,
0: three weeks in total.
1: Uh, no, One
0: I, whole week in Ushuaia.
1: I only okay. I only went for two weeks because I had a volleyball congress mm. just after. Oh, so interesting. Because I, I was flying there for uh, international congress. Yeah. Um, I went two weeks before because I was flying there anyway. Um, went around for two weeks, then I stayed for the congress, and then I flew back. Wow! In two thousand and sixteen, so you combine sometimes your work, yeah, volleyball it, stuff, y- yeah. with your holiday stuff. Well, I did. Can. I did at yeah, that time, yeah, because I was going to travel quite fast, So I thought, well, and I, yeah, and I hadn't hadn't been to Argentina. I hadn't thought about going, but it was a good opportunity, and I loved That's a beautiful it. So country. yeah, it took me by surprise. Yeah. Is yeah. there any place that you would live other than Jib? No. Only because um, my family is here, my friends are here. I think it's the best place to live. Um, obviously, I've got my work here. And I, I I think we're very lucky that we can travel anywhere we mm-hmm. want very easily. Um, so I choose to live here. Jib? I love living here. What would yeah. you say to people who find Jib claustrophobic or who whinge about this and that? The dirt. <laughs> travel the... and see how good we have it here. Yeah. Um, but no, if you if it's claustrophobic you can just i mean we're really lucky that it's not an island you can literally drive to spain and go anywhere Mm -hmm. um so i think that's the benefits of it as well
0: are you always planning
1: like the next adventure yes usually yeah i i like to yeah it's uh, it's exciting to know where you're going to next or uh, sometimes it's a little bit like oh there's so many places i want to go to which one is it is the next one gonna be Mm-hmm. Which one is the next one going to be? I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Namibia, maybe. I'm not sure.
0: Ooh. This podcast is called Why Bother? It's a question that I've asked myself many times, which is why I thought of, of of asking people. And it's really documenting people's journeys to success like you, yours. Um, have you
1: ever asked yourself
0: yeah. why bother? Have you? Yeah. Have
1: you, really? Um, yes, yes, I have. In my work, no, because I love it and... Um, And in European volleyball, no, I haven't asked myself that. But in uh, volleyball in Gibraltar, yes, because I've been the president now for 10 years. And before that, I was general secretary for a few years before. And that is like constantly giving up your time because you're a volunteer, working with other volunteers. And that not all the time, but there have been moments that I think, oh, my God, why do I bother? Because You know, the normal people might be ungrateful or everyone thinks they know better. They do better when you've already tried to do something, you know, so you have those moments. But then the reality is that I see the young kids playing. I see them playing in an under 20 tournament and that just fills me with joy. And that just for me, that is what makes it all worth it because I had really good experiences in volleyball when I was young. And my aim was to try and give others that experience or those experiences that I had.
0: One of the biggest rewards of of work, But you said already, because it's it's being part of people's journeys, but of volleyball and it's watching the next generation. Yeah.
1: Yeah for me that's what it is when I see and now of course my nephew is playing so it's even mm. closer to me no but mm. even I think I have a, a good relationship with all the youngsters no and seeing them and seeing them playing and developing speaking to their parents about how excited they are about the sport for me yeah, that brandy. that makes me really proud of course to, to have lifted a sport like that. Yeah tell me one really important life lesson that you've learned along the way. Too many. Honestly, they're, they're too many. But what I would say is, you know, just keep on going. Um, whatever, just keep on going. And then tomorrow will be another day. Try a little bit harder and just, yeah, keep going. Okay. And patience. <laughs> and have
0: you ever done anything crazy? I mean, you don't seem the type. But then I saw you playing volleyball, <laughs> and everything about you changed in my head. <laughs> yeah, honestly, um, because you, it's like two different yeah, things, yeah. completely different. Um, so, is there anything that you ever done that's like quite wild? Uh, maybe some trip or something. I I,
1: I don't know. I, I don't know really. I can't think anything off the top of my head. Um, but I I do think that I'm very different now when I'm playing volleyball or mm. when I'm with my family and my nephews and my niece. I'm a completely different person, maybe to how. I am at work but I, oh, I really can't think of anything just oh, super crazy no? um yeah 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 okay I know.
0: and one last thing that I ask everybody um Emma uh if you were on a desert island yeah because you've listened to my podcast so you yes. know I'm gonna ask you I'm sure you practice this one so because then everybody says oh I'd say my husband but but I want you to be honest so who would you be with and why and I was gonna say as a joke it would have to be David Beckham. Ah, yes. But, no. Have you seen but, him? We came out in a picture yesterday with Victoria at some at some fashion show and they were on a little boat watching this show somewhere. Look, in a, like a khaki linen. He looked very good. Por no decir que estaba muy guapo. Anyway...
1: No, I would have... Of course, I would have to take my boyfriend with me. Of okay. course, and my dog and my family as well. And your dog when as I'll well. Keep, you're only allowed
0: one person, so you can take your... Or you your didn't boyfriend. say about animals, no. No, I didn't. Yeah. No. You're very you're very passionate about your animal. Well, about animals
1: or your dog in particular. I, when I, I love animals, yeah. Do you? See, see, see. And now, uh, after I don't know how many years of begging my parents for a dog, and they never got me one, um, so now I have one in my own house. So you bought me. yourself your own yeah. dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, yeah. what's his name? Yeah, another added responsibility Millie oh it's a girl yeah okay. yeah what what breed is she the golden retriever oh I love them yeah. <laughs> I love
0: them my my family have always had them in in England though yeah but yes yeah Ah, oh. <laughs> Emma it's been a real pleasure and a real insight into into a brilliant young mind like you um And thank you very much for for joining me. Thank you so much for having it's me. It's a pleasure. Been, Keep really, going. Yeah. And what, what I wanted to ask you before we finish, what what's next for you? What's ne- what what other
1: volleyball? Anything exciting happening? Yeah. Any tournaments? Any? Yes, all the time. We'll be uh, announcing them shortly. We've got a kids' camp coming up in July as well. Good. Um, so yeah, so lots of things lots happening. exciting. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much for having me. It's thank been a pleasure. you.
0: been listening to series three of my podcast, which is called Why Bother? It's a question I've often asked myself, and I'm sure you have too. And I wanted to speak to people about their journeys to success, why they've bothered. Thanks must go to my producer, Charlie Hurst, for putting this podcast together. Catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And a big thank you, too, to artist Beatrice Garcia for designing the podcast icon. Her website is beatricegarcia.com. Thank you for listening and please like and rate the show. And should you want to get in touch, my email is rougechip at gmail.com.